0: The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Hello and welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Percy, I love being with you on this program, this podcast,
1: we always have such interesting people join us. We do. We hear interesting things, and we hear great stories of the faithfulness of God and how the faith of God is working through His people to others.
0: We're going to meet a couple today, and they fit our theme because our theme is cancer can be the catalyst that opens a large door to minister to others. They've taken that to heart.
1: They have, and they they are doing tremendous things uh, in their home island of Hawaii, with regard to cancer care ministry as a result of experiencing cancer directly and up close.
0: We'll meet George and Jeannie here in just a few moments on our podcast, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We always uh, open with a resource that we can offer you on this program, and you can go get it right now from our website. This is Creative Care. If you're ministering to a person with cancer, you may have a hard time knowing what to do or finding a starting point to get involved. Well, this resource, and Percy, you put this together, has ideas that can help people show love and compassion in very thoughtful and tangible ways. It
1: does, and and it's outlined in several categories of ideas and suggestions around daily life of how to support individuals and families uh, with cancer, issues around healthy self-image, uh, encouragement, financial burdens. Mm-hmm. So these are all great creative care tips that you can provide to individuals from a support perspective. Yeah, so
0: many of us want to help. We don't know where to start. And, then, and this can get us going.
1: And, not, and what to do. So this will definitely jumpstart you and give you some good foundational ideas.
0: So you can get this right now by going to healthhopeandinspiration.com and look for the free resource, print it out, use it however you like, Creative Care. It's available right now at Health Hope and Inspiration. Hey, a little housekeeping note here. This program exists and we have tens of thousands of people who are listening each time we produce one of these programs, but we know there are more people who could benefit from this.
1: And as a result, we want to hear from you. We want you to leave us uh, commentary and remarks when you go to the website and uh, tell us how the show is impacting you and leave commentary so that others can read as well that may encourage them to join yes. and subscribe yeah. to Health, Hope & Inspiration.
0: Yeah, When once you've subscribed Why don't you tell someone else what you've done so that they may be interested in hearing and subscribing to this program as well. Uh, You can do all that through our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can go to itunes.com. You'll find us many places with the podcast apps. Well, if you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. With hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, they take an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. More at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Hey, you're you're chomping at the bit there. You've got your Bible open, don't you? Well,
1: before we do that, Wayne, I have some encouraging information. Oh that yes, just, yeah, we want to share this. Yeah, that just popped up on uh, fresh uh, on my uh, uh, phone here on the day we recorded as this. the as of the day of this recording, uh, CNN has reported that U.S. cancer death rates has hit a 25 year decline. It says that the rate of people dying from cancer in the United States seems to have dropped steadily for 25 years according to a new study. Uh, The overall nationwide cancer death rate fell continuously from 1991 to 2016 by a total of 27 percent, according to a study by the American Cancer Society published. Praise God. That is. And we're here health, hope and (laughs) inspiration. So we want to inspire our audience to know and to hear that good things are happening on the cancer front. And God is in the midst of all of
0: that. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing that uh, news as of our conversation here today.
1: And it, and it helps us to understand what our spiritual nugget is today, because it's going to help frame this discussion and the conversation and encourage us to get involved in That is found in 1 Peter, the fourth chapter, verses 8 and 10, that tells us, And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging, as every man hath received the gift, Even so, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. We're going to hear today from a couple who is doing just that and has done that in sharing their gift of hospitality.
0: Well, let's get after it. Why don't you introduce them to us right now?
1: Well, my special guest with me today is George and Jeannie Stewart, and I cannot be more excited about talking to these two individuals, Uh, George and Jeannie our former Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training uh, graduates. They went through the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care uh, Leadership Training course that we talk about so much on the show. Uh, But also, George is a former uh, colon cancer patient, uh, and we want to talk about, first and foremost, his journey uh, and how that then motivated both he and Jeannie uh, to come out to our training course that was offered out in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, back in 2015. Welcome to the show, both George and Jeannie. How you doing?
2: We're doing great, Pastor Percy, and uh, it's a pleasure talking to you as always. And I think uh, probably the last time we saw you, you were in Honolulu uh, at a conference, and it was good to make a connection with you at that time.
0: Percy, let me just say, as your co-host, I wish I were with George and Jeannie right now because they are on Oahu talking to us via smartphone here.
1: Yeah, they are, and and the reference that George just gave us uh, the last time that we had the opportunity to see each other face to face, was in Honolulu at a Foursquare church conference there. I think it was their annual conference. Uh, He helped us with our table as we were dispensing information about the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care leadership training. And then we sat down and broke bread and had some wonderful fellowship. Uh, at lunch. And so it's just so good to have you. Uh, first and foremost, George, before we really get into anything significant, and we really want to talk about the work that you guys are doing there with your cancer care uh, uh, program and support program that you have, is that you are formerly a cancer patient. Uh, would you mind just giving us a little insight to when you were diagnosed and your journey? And of course, obviously, how are you are doing today, sir?
2: Uh, the diagnosis, uh, I was having uh, some stomach problems, went in to see the doctor, uh, and uh, we did tests at that time. That was uh, last, uh, probably the last day in November of 2016, and uh, by, 20, by December, we found out I had uh, colon cancer. And uh, that uh, led us on a journey uh, that lasted up, uh, up pretty well throughout 2017. Uh, in there. And uh, we're doing great today. Uh, We're getting close to celebrating our one-year anniversary of uh, being cancer-free. And uh, it's been uh, quite an educational journey, if I could say that.
1: Well, praise God for that report. But what's interesting about uh, your most recent cancer journey is that actually predated, uh, before you actually attended uh, the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training. I believe that was held in Phoenix, Arizona, which is where I first met you and Jeannie back in 2015. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, at that time, we—I had been a caregiver for about 15 months by the time we met. That uh, by the time we met there in Goodyear, Arizona, I had not been obviously. Uh, with cancer at that time.
1: Okay. So that being said, then when, when you started going down the path of being led and inspired that you wanted to be trained and ultimately start a cancer care ministry, you were coming as a, a former caregiver, but not as a patient. And then after you graduated from the Our Journey of Hope uh, Cancer Care Leadership Training, then you subsequently became a cancer patient at that point. Explain or help us to understand that journey as being a caregiver. You receive training to start a cancer care ministry. Then you become a patient. Talk to us a little bit about that that experience, my friend, mentally and emotionally. Uh,
2: actually, it was my wife and I. We were in, in- Church, uh, attending a church service with a pastor, and uh, and it was in Matthew twenty five that he had spoke at that time uh, in in Jesus's journey when they said, uh, "When you do it to the least of these, you've done it to me." Yes. And, uh, one of them was sickness, and Gene and I looked at each other and knew uh, we had felt a calling on our heart already, and we knew this was a, this was an opportunity for us at that beginning uh, with that pastor. It. We moved forward and uh, did research and uh, went and looked at, uh, obviously, Cancer Treatment Centers of America and our journey of hope and found that uh, this was our best chance to begin with a foundation of what we wanted to do in helping cancer patients. So then uh, we ended up uh, going to Goodyear, Arizona, signing up, going to Goodyear, and a uh, and getting back, that's where we met at
1: that time. Right, yeah, I met you and Jeannie, and we just had a wonderful time uh, in meeting each other. You go back home, and then subsequent, you become a cancer patient.
2: Yeah, I do. We did a we did a little training in the church that we came from, and over a period of time there, uh, yeah, I became a cancer patient, obviously, and uh, went through everything that the cancer patient goes through, and that's from the phone call that says you have cancer and even being a former caregiver and stuff, you also have a state of mind that I could die from this mm-hmm. in there. And uh, fear wants to set in, but your faith is in the battle with fear at this particular time in there. And uh, we went ahead and uh, made some connections that we had locally here and uh, ended up uh, actually also, going to the mainland and having the operation, mm-hmm. coming back here and being treated locally here with chemotherapy at that time. Okay, and there and uh, and have since been cleared of the cancer. It was probably uh, a little bit on our behalf, uh, since uh, that gave Ch- Genie a chance to be also a caregiver, yeah, uh, with cancer. It gave me. Myself, personally, the foundation when I talk to cancer patients that I have been on that journey, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it kind of gets back uh, the old saying in the business world, walk, you know, walk your talk. Well, you're able to have more compassion with people with cancer now, not only the caregiver, but that. So it really set a foundation for us that we have launched forward going forward uh, in actually in 2018, because most of 2017, uh, we were battling and getting ready for, uh, getting cancer under control
0: at that time. George, let me ask you, did being a cancer patient make you even more of a compassionate caregiver for those going through something like that?
2: Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, it really does. Uh, even I found myself, uh, In the hospital, uh, uh, when I uh, went through several operations, actually three operations because of infections and both lungs uh, with blood clots uh, during that period of time, when I was able to get up, I was walking the halls and, uh, and could really feel compassion for other people that were sick in the
0: hospital. Even though you were going through it yourself?
2: Right. Wow. It just increased. Uh, It added the depth. As I said, uh, this really built the foundation for our organization right now, which Jeannie and I both found as co-founders allowed us to move forward. Both of us, I find overly compassionate at times and we really have to watch our boundaries at times uh, that we've set up for each other of wanting to serve people.
1: If we can uh, transition a little bit, I'd love to hear Jeannie's uh, thoughts and views with regard to making that transition. Again, she was with you during the training that you went to and uh, our journey of hope training in 2015. Uh, you guys go back and you begin to start working on your cancer care ministry. And then uh, of course you're now diagnosed with cancer. So Jeannie, how did you feel after coming back from Phoenix, Arizona, with a uh, George, you guys go through the Our Journey of Hope training. You have a wonderful experience. Uh, I remember meeting you both, and and you were such wonderful people. You go back home to Hawaii. You begin start working on your cancer care ministry, and then George is now diagnosed as a cancer patient. How, as his partner and now his caregiver? How did that affect you, and what ran through your mind at this point when he was told that he became a cancer patient?
3: Actually, it was disbelief. We, I couldn't believe that this was happening, hmm. although when we started our outreach, we knew that we were not exempt from being a cancer patient ourselves. Right. We always knew that, but when it does happen, we're still surprised and maybe even shocked that this is really happening. And, and the reason for that is we had been living, well, particularly George had been living a very healthful lifestyle, going to the gym almost daily mm. and taking supplements. And um, on my part, I'm not a gym fan, <laughs> but since 2010, we had embraced being vegans. So that's um, a radical shift in our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that was 2010, and he was diagnosed in 20 late 2016. So we were surprised at that. But what happened was uh, a couple weeks after that diagnosis, I was sitting at our um, kitchen counter and just browsing through my recipe books, mm-hmm. and this thought just came, through my mind and went out and the thought was i have prepared you for a time such as this wow i couldn't believe that i had that thought it was not an audible voice so i stopped and i looked at george and i said i think maybe god just spoke to me and so i told him what i heard mm-hmm. and i quickly wrote it down you know including the date and the time and where i was when it happened mm-hmm. And that, just that one sentence, has carried me through thick and thin through the entire journey that he has prepared me for a time such as this. And with that, I can persevere. I can do it. That was, uh, to me, a very impactful experience early on in the journey.
1: Well, I I certainly would say it was. And and help me, if I'm incorrect here, Janie, would any of that, any part of that moment, that intimate moment with you and God, would any of that have reference to potentially anything that you may have learned or were exposed to from the Our Journey of Hope training in terms of, I have prepared you for such a time as this? Can Can you elaborate just a little bit about that?
3: We know that God's timing is different from ours, and sometimes we go through things in life and We think we're doing it for whatever reasons we think we're doing it for. Mm -hmm. But we know now that God has other plans, and we may not see those plans. So we learned that it is not a coincidence that we took the training when we did and had those years of preparation of teaching the course and then coming down with cancer ourselves it is not a coincidence. Looking back, it was his plan that things should happen that way. It's right in in the fact that he has prepared me. He had prepared me for that and even prior to that, um, becoming vegan, which we had to then abandon midway in his cancer journey because he lost so much weight. We had to go back to eating other foods to boost his weight. But the preparation of a healthy lifestyle and then having specific training in dealing with cancer patients and their caregivers it is not a coincidence now that we look back it was part of his plan okay so yes the training really gave us an anchor for our journey
1: and and it's you know it's interesting, Jeannie. And and I will say this with all modesty. And and I actually there's a there's something that even came over me when I heard you say that. Uh, of course, I'm very intimate with the Our Journey of Hope program. I've taught it. I've facilitated it. Now I manage it, and I help support all of our region regional teams that now execute it. One of the things that the Lord has laid upon my heart many times during many of those trainings that I've shared with the training groups is. Don't be surprised upon the completion of this training and when you graduate that there will be opportunities that will be made available to you to immediately or soon thereafter execute the principles that you've learned in the Our Journey of Hope course of people, places, scenarios that you may not have been exposed to previously that will call upon and place a demand upon what you've learned And to hear you say that really literally sends a shiver up my spine. So I I really appreciate hearing that. With that being said, I want to transition, if we can, to start talking about the work that you guys now have engaged in with Compassion for Cancer Caregivers. Having said that, uh, George, let's talk about, you know, the preparation of how of the plans and the path that God has laid before you. You, you, you know, you were a caregiver, you've experienced that from a caregiving perspective of someone who had cancer. You and Jeannie felt uh led and compelled by the Lord that you needed to get anchored and and become a part of a training that will allow you to kind of reach into the faith community with regard to cancer care support. You come to Our Journey of Hope training 2015 in Phoenix, Arizona. You receive that training. Uh, I meet you there. You go back home, and then you're diagnosed as a cancer patient. From there, you guys have started your cancer care ministry, and you have resumed that. And uh, I want to give full attention to Compassion for Cancer Caregivers. That is the name of your cancer support group. Let's talk about CFCC. What is it? What are you doing? And some of the unbelievable things of recent that God is doing with you on the islands of Hawaii with Compassion for Cancer Caregivers.
2: At the end of 2017, we uh, experimented with a what we would now call a Compassion Kit uh, at that point, with uh, an organization on colleges here, and he had his own, he had his own office, treatment area, and stuff. And we experimented and found favorable, uh, favorable response from that. Uh, at that point, uh, we knew we needed to add more to the kit. And to be, from the experience that Jeannie had and I had as cancer patients and caregivers, there's much more that we could put in that kit. And get it back into the cancer community in Hawaii. Okay. In there. So, uh, an opportunity came in January for an organization locally known as Hugs. Uh, they, uh, we gave a four week class there and it was based on fear and they, they take care of seriously ill children from birth to 21. They currently have 300 families on Oahu that they're taking care of, uh, We were able to uh, work with their class. Uh, Again, uh, Jeannie was able to uh, develop a program for them around fear, uh, not only addressing their fears, uh, addressing the people's fears who had the children and even their other children's fears. So it was a quite... it was a great class and uh, and they all had action plans which were very important. Mm-hmm. The same thing in our basic uh, class that we got from you. you, uh, if you look over the eight week, mm-hmm. you always encourage people to go out and put in action what they've learned through the course and come back next week and talk about it. right We do this. We've maintained that and that is so valuable in that. And after we finished that, uh, we we moved on and started to, to Hope Lodge, okay, part of the American Cancer Society. and uh, we started with our compassion kits there. And uh, that was about uh, April. We started with our compassion kits.
1: And George, if I if I may, and, and again, I want to make sure that we don't miss this point. To date, at this point, you've had to, you have distributed six hundred compassion kits. Is that correct?
2: That's, that's our goal, okay. Pastor Percy, for this year. We're about halfway there now. Okay. And so uh, we've just brought on uh, a couple more new locations. So they'll play an important role, and for us trying to obtain this year's goal, yes.
1: And from there you're looking, I believe, uh and this is information that I've gotten off of your website and that you've sent that your goal for for the year 2020 is to distribute up to 1000 of these compassion kits throughout the islands there?
0: That is correct. And so, what is the purpose of the kit and 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 how is it used? For us the
2: caregiver is the unsung hero of the cancer journey. Absolutely. Uh everything is aimed at the cancer patient. Uh we, you, you go anywhere, they always look at the cancer patient. Of course, the caregiver is looking at the cancer patient. It's most likely that a loved one of the family that uh, they're helping to minister to. Mm-hmm. So this gives a boost of hope uh, in there, in the, in the, in the kid itself. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll describe. There's a nice fleece-enclosed blanket in there that's uh, enclosed in plastic. There's two journals, one for their personal journal, the other one for the doctor. There's a set of earbuds with a mic on. Uh, there's a 60-page coloring book. There's also pencils. And, of course, without all of that, you need a sharpener, too. I'm spending some time <laughs> there. <laughs> and it's enclosed in a beautiful zipped uh, bag, uh, lime green. Uh, it's, it's all bright. It's all colorful because we know the other side can be quite daunting and not so cheerful.
0: I can see how this would really be an encouragement to those who receive it, these cancer care kits. You're getting some, some uh, pretty incredible local publicity uh, for your organization, aren't you?
2: We, we are. Uh, and at the same time, uh, uh, from there, if you don't mind, I'll run over, and uh, we, we did a class with Hawaiian cement. And, uh, and trained up people there. To, uh, they have about 250 people okay. in their organization. And uh, we took a group out of that and went our eight-week course there at the same time. <laughs> so they could minister anybody in that organization that has cancer. This group can come in and minister to them. They're not caregivers, but they go in and help set up the family, friends, coworkers church people, with that family, and organize them so they are on this journey together.
1: Wow, wow, wow. And I would assume, and I think we're leading up to the big aha, but as of August 9th, there was a dedication and an announcement, I believe, with this same company of seven ready mixed concrete trucks that are going to place your logo on them?
2: They've got our, on the drum that turns around, that that delivers the concrete, uh, our logos on them in large letters. that says compassion for cancer caregivers. Oh, that's it great. gives our website, also our email address and the, the thought and the, the wording, no one, no one should be on a cancer journey alone.
1: Okay. So let me say this right now. Let, let me say this of what this is worth. And I, I've been with this program from, from the, from the ground up. There is no group at any time that has graduated from an Our Journey of Hope cancer care training class who have gone back into their community. And one of the great things about this program, if I can just say this, is that we encourage local churches and ministries to creatively Utilize the basic materials that they receive free from right. this training to go back into your local community and do whatever it is that God has led you to do. But this, by far, George and Jeannie, is the most creative thing that I have heard. And we actually have photos and we're looking at them uh, as we speak in the studio. We'll put them in the show notes. And we'll for put this them purpose. in the show yeah. notes so yeah. people can see the photos of the concrete trucks with your logo these are rolling billboards these are rolling billboards correct. that are rolling through the streets of this of of the island of oahu and maui is that correct that is correct and, and i know some of the blood sweat and tears and financial uh investment that you've made to get this off the ground and make it work i want to salute you guys for what you are doing for god's people and and it gives my heart nothing but joy to see the basic workings of that program now taking to far higher levels than we ever thought of of execution. God bless you guys. Uh,
2: thank you, Pastor Percy. But uh, between all all of us here, we all know where the really the congratulations go. And we sometimes I tell I tell Genie, I says, you know. Honey, this is like sitting in the car. We got long hair, and the wind is in our face at about 120 miles an hour. And our hair is straight back, and our hands is off the steering wheel. And we're just trying to stay in the car, not fall, not fall out of the car. Uh, he's moving so fast at times in there. It's just, it's just. Uh, once he's taken the lead, it's just the hands off the rein, and it's just growing leaps and bounds, and uh, and and moving forward. Praise God.
1: What is your website address? Give give the audience your how they can find your organization for individuals who may want to support or individuals who may want to find you on the Hawaiian Maybe Island. they want to mimic
0: what or, they're doing. Or
1: even mimic what you're doing and reach out to you. Because one of the other things that we're encouraging other our Journey of Hope graduates and delegates is to reach out and communicate with other graduates and glean ideas. Because we're creating a community here. How can people reach out to you and find your organization?
2: CompassionForCancerCaregivers.org. I'll repeat that one more time: CompassionForCancerCaregivers.org, and they can uh, communicate with us directly through there. We are uh, we are a ministry. We're an outreach, and uh, it's uh, we're more than glad to reach across the waters. Uh, on the mainland and help anybody we can in any way we can.
1: And we'll put that in the show notes as well. We absolutely will. With the last 10 seconds that we have on the show, George, what is the one thing that gives you hope right now? The
2: number of cancer patients that we come across gives us the hope that we're on the right track at the foot of the cross with jesus and being his hands and feet and serving the people of hawaii
1: you've just listened and heard from george and jeannie stewart uh, from the wonderful islands of hawaii former our journey of hope graduate delegates who are now managing uh their ministry compassion for cancer caregivers today we tip our hat to you thank you for the fellowship thank you for the relationship And thank you for the commitment to God's people and cancer patients everywhere. Be blessed in all that you do. We thank you so much, sir.
0: Aloha. Aloha. All right. Well, we'll talk about this in just a moment. But if you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer, Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And were we ever inspired by George and Jeannie here
1: today? They're a wonderful couple. I've met them both and I've spent time with them and they're very committed to God's people and they're willing to share the charity of love and hope to everyone that they meet. And
0: Percy, they did such a great job of explaining their ministry to us today, but just a couple of points. First of all, they
1: understood that they had to put some boundaries on what they do. And And having worked in the field of ministry and support to cancer, Patients, one of the things that I learned early on is that you can get so engaged in the mental, emotional. Uh, and physical struggle of supporting people that you can lose yourself in that engagement and interaction. And it's important to create healthy boundaries for you as a caregiver mm-hmm. and a supporter of cancer patients because there needs to be a place where you can disengage so that you can maintain a good set of healthy mental, emotional, and physical boundaries of starting and stopping because you can get all consumed. And that's what he really was talking yeah, about.
0: Yeah, I thought it was very wise for him to mention that as a part of anyone's uh, cancer compassionate care. Uh, The other thing was just such a strong sense of how they were led by the Lord. I mean, Jeannie said that the Lord really inaudibly spoke to her.
1: Yeah. Very powerful. And as a result of, you know, the question and the context of the question was, you know, how did the experience of being a caregiver and watching george get diagnosed and and then go to cancer care training how did that impact her and she said the lord she felt that the lord spoke to her very directly and said that she was being prepared and they were being prepared for such a time as this we know that nothing happens uh by accident we know that god's timing is impeccable and we just simply need to be able to understand and recognize the time and the timing of god with all of the seasons in our lives and exactly what they experienced here. Well, they've done such a great job and it all came out of the our journey of hope. It came out of that training that they received uh, several years back, went back to their home island uh, of Hawaii and then began, started working with their local community and not just the faith community, but local uh, communities of businesses that they started training and encouraging people to, to get involved in the cancer conversation and now have great support from a local concrete company and a etc. They're doing fabulous, fabulous Such a
0: great model of what all of us can do. Now, it'll look a little different from community to community, but that's okay.
1: And as it should, because this is not a cookie-cutter format. We want the Lord to use every individual ministry uniquely and different. In their particular case, they're passing out compassion kits. Uh, They have a Hope Lodge. They're doing some wonderful things, but the Lord may be leading uh, another ministry in a very different direction. So, Continue to be open, to be led by the uniqueness of how God will use you and your local church.
0: Yeah, we heard a great uh, story that came out of Our Journey of Hope. Now, we developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to help equip and empower every church in the country to better meet this great need. So if you are a pastor or leader in your church or congregation, we want to invite you to join our growing family of informed ministry leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. And there are benefits to signing up, but you can just go to the website healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and sign up for the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network.
1: Absolutely. We look forward to being able to support pastors and spiritual leaders and individuals and congregations to continue to grow cancer care ministries inside of your local church.
0: I see why you chose the scripture that you chose at the beginning of the program today.
1: And so we close with it very strongly, 1 Peter 4, 8 through 10. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves for Charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality, just as George and Jeannie are doing in Hawaii, one to another without grudging, as every man hath received the gift even so, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God.
0: And as we close, don't forget our free resource, Creative Care, available right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. This can be the starting point for you. If you've been touched by what George and Jeannie have done, maybe you want to do something, and uh, this can be a great starting point for you. Download Creative Care at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Hey, Percy, great to be with you today. God bless you.
1: Hey, in the spirit of our conversation today, aloha.
0: (laughs) All right, there you go. We'll see you next time for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
4: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person.